Hi, it's Vana. Welcome to Midlife Confidence. I found that bringing our glow back in our middle years comes from learning to manage our own mind. It's time to love your life and love yourself. Join me on a journey as we discover our midlife confidence. I'm excited to share the ideas about finding our voice in this episode today because I know that every single person on this planet has a mandate and an inner drive to be more and more true to their voice and to speak their truth. Before we get on with that, though, I want to remind you that, as I've mentioned a few times, I'm going to take a break from the podcast and then come back. So next week, I'm going to share a truly inspiring interview with my friend, Kristen Jensen. She started something new after 50 and is having a huge direct influence on children around the world. So don't miss that. And then I'm going to take a break until July. I started this podcast last July, so it's been almost a year, and I have some new ideas about the format of this podcast, and it's going to take some time to get that set up. It's kind of like Formula One racing, right, where the cars do lap after lap, and then they need to do a pit stop to refuel, or they can't keep going. I'm at that point. So I've learned a lot about running a podcast, and I need to just reset to make this sustainable. And ironically, since we're talking about voice today, one of the things I need to fix on this podcast is I have this new mic and it's just catching my breath and the peas too much, even with a pop filter on it. So that's going to get fixed too. And it is really hard for me to step back and not do this for a while. (laughs) So I trust that you'll be there when I get back. But I have to remember what would I suggest to a client when they need to rethink what they're doing and just offer myself that time too. So I hope you'll stick with me and just make sure you're subscribed in your favorite podcast app so that you'll know when the new episodes come out. If you haven't found a favorite app yet, I'll tell you that most of my listeners are using Apple Podcasts, then Stitcher and Spotify also are pretty popular. My personal favorite is Overcast. You know, podcasts are kind of an interesting thing in the online content world. I never have any idea who listens. I only know how many people listen and what country they live in and what podcast player they use. That is all I know. So unlike, say, a Facebook post where you can interact with people and get feedback, I mostly have no idea who's listening or what is actually helpful to them. So if you have anything you want to say in the next few weeks, just shoot me an email at vana at midlifeconfidencecoach.com or message me on social media and let me know if you have any ideas or suggestions or anything that you like or want to continue in this podcast. And one more thing to look forward to, I'm in the middle of creating a course on living a purposeful life, and it's really starting to come together. It's going to take you through a step-by-step process to create a clear, compelling life purpose statement and a plan to go with it, because it's never too late to do what makes you happy and fulfills you. And maybe it isn't so hard after all. It's how we make the most of the miracle of our life. So when we're back together in July, I'll be much farther along in this project and you'll hear more about that. 
So let's get back to what we really want to talk about today. What do you think when you hear the expression, find your voice? There is so much meaning attached to that idea from using our physical voice to knowing what we want to say, to having the courage to speak up and say it, and believing that we're worthy and our message is worthy of being spoken out loud. And all of that about being authentic and showing up in your life and in your relationships and in the world. This is so tied to living a purposeful life. And it's something that I think about for myself quite a bit and something that comes up for my clients all the time. Women over 40 are some of the most powerful people in the world, and yet we often don't feel that way. We have so much to offer because of our life experience, but sometimes we're still trying to find our authentic voice and have the courage to speak up both in personal relationships and in the public. So let's talk about how you can find your voice at any age and speak up for yourself and trust yourself and be authentic about who you are. You have a voice. Your voice is powerful and it needs to be heard. Our physical voice is so unique that when we're familiar with someone, we can tell who is talking without seeing them. Our voice is an expression of ourself in a very deep way. It's truly one of a kind, just like our fingerprint. We have a voice print. It's been interesting for me to understand voices in a new way as I've learned to produce and edit podcasts. I do this podcast and I also produce and edit a podcast for the nonprofit that I founded, Reach 10. I don't host that podcast. It's called Breaking the Silence. And we have two young adults who host it and we have a new guest on that one every week. And editing all those different voices has really tuned me into how unique our speaking patterns are. I know that I'm a very slow, deliberate speaker, and I take lots of deep breaths and pauses while I speak. I very rarely say, um, or uh, my go-to filler word is and, but other people, when I edit them, sometimes I'm amazed wondering how they're even breathing. I can hardly hear their breath. Some people have lots of ums, or they repeat words a lot, or their filler words are, you know, or like. <laughs> Some speak very quickly. And of course, that is just the beginning of our voice. From our tone to our message to our mannerisms, it all adds up to an exceptional expression of ourself. And even deeper and more important is if we feel worthy to speak. Do we feel heard? Do we have confidence in what we want to say? Can we speak our desires and ask for what we want? Can we call out when we see something wrong that needs to be stopped? Can we sing either in real life or metaphorically? Can we sing out loud to express joy or anger or despair or whatever we're feeling? We've been talking about living a purposeful life for quite a while now, and that will absolutely require us to speak up and share our ideas. If we feel silenced, it limits our personal growth our influence in the world, and even the depth of our relationships. So if you're feeling silenced in any way, I hope these insights can help guide you back to clarity about why who you are and what you have to say is deeply important. 
we're going to talk about three aspects of finding your voice. First of all, to love your authentic self. Second, to speak your truth. And third, to share your message. So let's talk about loving your authentic self. This is about you and yourself, your relationship with yourself. Do you listen to you? The first person who needs to hear from you is you. Do you listen to yourself? Do you allow yourself to want things? Do you allow yourself to have dreams? Do you have a practice of understanding your emotions and what is creating them? Are you honest with yourself about what's going on in your life? If we don't honor our own voice, we can't expect anyone else to either. So in this case, we're silenced by our own thoughts about ourselves. Silencing who you are or what you want feels like dishonoring yourself, betraying yourself. This is something every single one of us have going on in some way. We all have these two core fears that we're not good enough and our life isn't good enough. I don't think I've ever worked with a client who didn't have some self-judgment going on to some degree, and I know it well too. I believe every one of us can benefit from some help to heal the worthiness wounds we get growing up and living in this sometimes cruel world. But we can learn to move more into love for who we truly are. This is way too big to solve in one podcast, but just being aware of what's happening can be the spark that motivates us to start that self-love healing journey. So I'm going to share one tip for you today. Our voice in our heads is our thoughts. They're sentences in our mind about ourselves, what we say to ourselves. If we keep our thoughts only in our head, then they just spin and ramble, and usually it's hard to pin down and understand or change what is going on. So either speaking or writing leads us to organize our thoughts and understand them, and it changes the experience. So answer this question to yourself by writing down the answer or speaking it or sharing it with someone else, or you could even record yourself and listen to yourself. And the question is, if absolutely anything was possible, what are 10 things I would want to show up in my life? Anything at all that you want to have or do or be? Imagine they would just show up with no effort from you like magic. So totally without judgment and no worry about how these things could happen. There's no limits. So what's interesting about this is it's hard When we were kids, it would have been so easy and fun to imagine everything you want. If this feels stressful to you, just realize that you're disconnected a bit from what you want. What does your authentic self wish for? Who is that person? Honoring what you want is just one piece of loving your authentic self. It means trusting yourself, allowing your thoughts and your opinions and what you want, honoring your commitments to yourself. We need to listen to ourselves to develop our authentic voice. So let's go on to speaking your truth. And that is a really big thought, I know. So let's talk about what it means. This one is about you and one other person or a small group of people. So family, friends, and coworkers, people that you have a relationship with. How often have you wished you had spoken up for yourself in a situation? How often have you wished that you had asked for what you wanted or said what you think? 
In this case, we get silenced by our thoughts about the other person's reaction. We worry about what they might think or what they might say or what they might do. And often we're not even very clear what that might be. We just have this general free-floating aversion to their reaction that keeps us quiet. So here's a really simple example. If we're asked our opinion about where we want to go out for dinner and we say, I don't care, is it possible that we're really saying is, well, I do care, but it matters more to me that you get what you want so that you can be happy because I'd much rather be disappointed myself than deal with your disappointment. So what other situations in your life do you disappoint yourself because you don't want to deal with someone else's disappointment, right? Or imagine someone else shares an opinion about something, politics or religion or the best way to fly fish, and it's different from your opinion. Do you speak up or do you just stay quiet? Usually when we don't speak up, it's because we don't want to make anyone else uncomfortable. And keeping the peace becomes more important than keeping the truth or keeping growing or keeping authentic. Keeping the peace sometimes comes at a personal cost. And if we don't want to be uncomfortable, remember, I hope you can see that we're going to be uncomfortable either way. We're either going to be frustrated and disappointed with ourselves, or we're going to experience someone else's response and have to deal with that. We might as well do the uncomfortable thing that moves us forward instead of keeping us stuck. And yes, it can be so uncomfortable to speak your truth, but just remember, it's better to live a hard truth than a beautiful lie. So look for opportunities to honor your desires and your opinions. This is a great practice for you, and it's also a growing experience for the other person that helps you break the patterns going on. So look ahead, and when it comes your way, say, oh good, here's a chance to get better at this. Instead of worrying that if we speak out, it's at the expense of others, Let's think about speaking up to help others. We can serve them by being authentic. So thinking that I'm willing to experience some fallout or disagreement because others may need that time to grow and their resistance just shows that they are at that point where they need to grow too. I can let them do that with some patience and compassion. Our voice is a synonym for free agency. When we don't use it, we feel controlled instead of choosing our path. So remember, I have a choice. I can speak up if I want to. Women and girls are trained to lose our voices. When I was growing up, I heard over and over, if you can't say something nice, don't say anything at all. And I really adopted this as the way to be accepted and worthy in the world, to not say anything that the other person wouldn't be comfortable with. There is so much pain in this. When we keep doing it, we perpetuate it. We have to be the chain breakers. So my fellow midlifers, society was a certain way when we grew up, right? I think today, younger girls and women are having a more open experience, and they might have more encouragement to use their voice. But 
you might have grown up like me, where you were praised for being quiet, not asking for anything, and not making trouble for anyone. Just keep your head down and do your work. So we kept doing what people seemed to appreciate, right? Or you might have been criticized for speaking up, for being noisy, for asking for too much. And you also got the message that you should be quiet and stop bothering people. Either way, we often heard that silence is valued. So if you tend to shut down instead of speak up, here's an assignment for you in the next week. Look for an opportunity to say what you want or what you think or how you want things to happen and be ready for it. When we're caught off guard, we often think of what we wish we had said later. So notice when this chance comes and say to yourself, finally, here it is. I get to practice using my voice. You could even start by saying to someone, I have an assignment to speak up more, so I'm going to practice with you. So here's what I want, what I think, or how I would like this to happen, and then tell them. So let's move on to our last point to share your message. This is about sharing your ideas or your work out in public in some way. And it might be through speaking or writing or any kind of creative expression or a video or social media post, putting yourself and who you are and what you want to say out there. And we just have to own who we are now. It has been hard for me to get started on this podcast, knowing that my voice matches my age and I sound like an older person. And I just have to lean into, okay, I am am older and I want to share my experience and my perspective from this age. So it's just fine. The way my voice sounds now is who I am now. And that's okay. In this situation, we get silenced by our thoughts about what the group or the public response will be. You have a unique voice formed by your perspective and your experience, just like everyone else. Wouldn't it be awesome if we all felt permission and courage to speak our truth? We can lead the way. So you go first. It will transform you and the people around you. They'll think if she can do it, I can do it too. It really does help others around us grow. Let's use the past as training for the future. So think about a time when you did not take the opportunity to share your message in public in some way. Write out about how you felt, what you wish you had said, or what you wish you had done, and think it through, re-envisioning the situation with you speaking up with confidence, with it just being easy And think ahead to another time that something like that might happen. And imagine you actually stepping into that opportunity and sharing your thoughts and be ready for that next time. We need to use our voice to be true to ourselves and help others do the same. I know you've heard that quote from Marianne Williamson a million zillion times, but that's because it speaks to our deep need to find our authentic voice so beautifully. So I have to share it with you again. Our deepest fear is not that we're inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we're powerful beyond measure. It's our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. 
We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There's nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We're all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we're liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. So my friends, where do you want to start nurturing your own one-of-a-kind voice? I can't wait to hear what you have to say. Be peaceful, be powerful, and love your radiant heart. If you feel a desire to understand yourself and speak up more so that you can show up and have the experience you want in life, I can help. I offer one-on-one coaching for women going through their midlife transition. All you need to do is get in touch with me. You can email me at vana at midlifeconfidencecoach.com or message me on social media and we'll talk about what's going on in your life. Take care until next time.